0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Making Space. My name is Rachel. And my name is Penny. And we're so excited because we have some very special guests with us today. (laughs) Um, These are the ladies who basically put together If for you. And so we're so excited um, to have them with us and answering some questions and just letting you get to know them a little bit. So I'm gonna have them introduce themselves.
1: I'm Anna. I'm Hannah.
0: <laughs> I'm Jody.
2: I'm Nikki.
3: I'm Shirley.
4: And I'm Kim. Yay! We're so glad that
0: you are here and um we were just talking about if and we were Um, discussing how it felt so special to all be together. And we felt um, God's presence there that day. And so there were some questions uh, that you guys had that we wanted to answer. So we're just going to do that right now. Um, The first question that was asked was, and I love this question actually, um, how or what practical ways can I undo the lies I tell myself Even if I know they are lies.
5: Does anybody want to jump in on that one? Come on,
0: ladies.
5: (laughs) Miss Nikki.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'll jump in on that one for just a minute. You know, I think coming off of if, there were a lot of lies that the enemy tried telling me Mm -hmm. about what we learned during that day and I think something that has taken a lot of the power away from that is saying those out loud to a trusted mm-hmm, friend.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: They sound a little more ridiculous when mm-hmm. you put them out there in the open. Yeah, yeah so, that's good. That's so good. Find your people and share those things.
1: Yeah, That's good. I think um, for me this is something I struggle with personally. So um, I was just writing in my journal the other night and um, just about how there's a difference between, like, knowing – God's promises in our head and believing them in our hearts. And so something I'm trying to be intentional about is really taking heart to to the promises that he writes in our word and finding verses to combat those lies. Mm-hmm. Um, something I like to do that may be kind of cheesy um, is make little lock screens for my phone with the verses that I'm trying to memorize. So that way, if there's a day where I'm really go through, going through something hard or, um, just feeling discouraged, I can like pick up my phone and just see that little verse and it helps me memorize them too. So that's something that's been good for me. (laughs)
4: That's awesome. Yeah. I was just going to say, I was thinking about a good way to do that is to, that's another cheesy idea is to write those scriptures on your mirror Mm -hmm. or have posting notes in different places so that you're, it's in your face all the time. So Mm -hmm. all the promises that God has and all the things that he declares about you.
0: Yeah, yeah. I hope everyone took a promise off of our promise wall. If that was kind of the point, it wasn't kind of the point, it was the point of that was, you know, you fight lies with truth. And so I know for me, one thing I need to do, and I say it a lot, it's actually just be quiet and still and, you know, think through <laughs> the emotion behind the lie and what's, what's causing that. And if I can do that and just have even 10 minutes of time um, to redirect my thoughts to the truth, then that's helpful. So hopefully you all have your promise card and it's somewhere on permanent display.
5: (laughs) What if you forgot to take a promise
0: card? (laughs) Then you can let us know and we'll give you one. (laughs) I need one. (laughs) Cool. Anyone else have any thoughts about that?
5: All right, let's move on to question number two. Somebody wrote in, What would you say to someone who says, I feel like I can't hear God? Mm.
1: I would love to talk about that. Um, A few things that I think about when I hear this question, because I feel like I've been asked this one a lot in my lifetime. Um, One thing is that people hear from God in a lot of different ways, but in order to really know and discern what God's voice sounds like, He's given us His Word, His Scripture. Um, And so the first thing I would say is to to turn to Scripture. Like, if we're reading His Word, we get to know His character. We get to know what His voice looks like and sounds like. And so then you're a lot more attuned to hearing it um, just as you're living your life. Um, The second thing, I always think about the story of Moses. That's like one of the, at least one of my favorite examples of hearing God in scripture. Because when Moses first encounters God, he doesn't really know God yet. He doesn't really know what God's voice sounds like yet. So God gives him a miracle, like a very dramatic, obvious display of his character and of his word through the burning bush. Um, And Moses, it actually just says that Moses turns toward the bush and goes to see what this thing is. So Moses could have kept walking. He could have ignored that um, and not come to know God at all. But instead, he chose to turn towards it versus Pharaoh, who we see later in the story, um, sees just crazy displays of God's power in all of these different, um, you know, the <laughs> things going really badly. Um, but God's showing his power through that. And Pharaoh did not turn towards God in that. He hardened his heart um, and 33 chapters later in Exodus, we see that Moses talks to God face to face like a man talks to a friend, but Pharaoh had a very different story. Um, And I think so often God is trying to speak to us, He's trying to talk to us and show us who He is, and we are just hardening our hearts or turning away or missing it. Um, And so, if we're praying and asking God to show us who He is or to speak to us, um, just being willing to turn towards those things, even if you're like, this maybe feels like it might be God, are you turning towards that or are you convincing yourself, like, no, that's got to be a coincidence, or that can't possibly be God, or maybe that's just my own thoughts, because um, that's hardening your, your own heart towards God. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third thing I would say um, is, are you in community with other people that can hear God? Mm-hmm. Because it's really easy for us on a podcast to talk about how you can hear God, but that's really different than you with your friends or with your family. Um, having people speak into your life specifically. And I think that's one of the the things that has helped me the most is if I think I'm hearing God say something and somebody else that I also know loves God hears the same thing or tells me the same thing, it's confirmation of like, yeah, that definitely was God because three other people are telling me the same thing um, that I believe that I heard God say. And so um, if you're not in any kind of community that's able to speak into your life like that, it makes it harder to trust when you're believing um, the voice of God. Mm -hmm. So it's really helpful to, to know God's word to turn towards his voice and to have people around you that are going to constantly be reminding you of what he says and who he is.
5: It's really good, Anna. I would echo that too. It's really important to um, have your community and also be reading God's word because then you can tell the difference between what's truth and what's not, right? Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah, all those things are good. But for me, I think the seasons in my life, when I look back, when I felt like I wasn't hearing from God those were times where I was too busy. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't getting quiet. I wasn't being still. I wasn't waiting, or I was listening to other things. So I think I would stop and and ask myself, "Am I really um, taking the time to just be be still?" And that can look really scary at times. Um, and there are times when God will actually still you, um, and that has happened to me too. So. Um, I'd just like to add that. One of my
0: favorite um, pastors, I heard him say, um, when you are wanting to hear from God, you should do more of the things that you feel his presence in. And so for some people that's worship, for some people that's being outside, for some people that's whatever that is for you, when you feel God's presence in your life, it's, there's a chance <laughs> that you'll be in a place um, where you're more ready to hear from him. And so um, I think that that's important too. And we don't always think um, that taking a walk or being on a mountain or whatever can um, kind of foster that, but I actually I think that it can. I think making time, like Kim was saying, and space for it and just welcoming it um, so you have to look at your surroundings and what you're allowing to. Yeah,
5: that's yeah. good.
0: Okay, ready? So number three. Let's see. How do you find the balance between not being alone, uh, because God is with us, but feeling lonely and without community? And how do I walk through this? I am just going to close my mouth, but I have to say one thing, which is every single human that I've talked to in the past three months has been asking this question and so I want to hear from everyone how you personally are doing this and what does this look like for you because I don't think whoever asked this question is alone and I think we've all felt like this so come on ladies be brave (laughs) so I think the first thing is is you've got to find
2: your community and you have to take ownership in that um you know, so, so too, all too often we are just worried about what people will think about us and how they'll feel about us, but you have to take ownership in that. You have to reach out to people, and if they don't reach out, reach out again. You have to find your people. And it's not going to be easy, and you may not find that special person quickly, but it takes time, and I think that is the biggest thing about not being lonely is just really taking the time to really put the effort into finding your people. And, um, then when you do feel lonely, you'll be amazed, the support and the love that will be around you and the prayers that will come to you. So my suggestion would be to just to put some effort into it um, and don't give up. Be relentless.
3: Find your community. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I would echo whatever Jody said about finding your community. If you want a friend, you have to be a friend. Mm -hmm. You just can't expect, uh, yeah, you're in the Lord, and you can pray that God is just going to have somebody show up at your door. Are, or in the church and come sit beside you that's not how it happens because you have to make the effort God wants all of us to do the work so if you're looking for a friend and it doesn't have to be a table group a mm-hmm. uh, full of women one or two friends that you can really confide in when you're having problems that you know they're not going to blab and tell the whole world what's going on with you but just in you and that comes with having a friend praying with a friend and trusting that friend and the way to trust them is maybe tell them something and if it stays you don't hear it outside of just you and her then you know that that's a trusted friend because not everybody can be trusted so but pray number one i'm a prayer warrior so pray and ask god to send you a friend a true friend someone that's going to be sincere but it's going to tell you the truth uh we hear so many things that are sugar-coated because we don't want to hit, hurt anybody's feelings. But we also, as a friend, need to hear the truth mm-hmm. so that we can grow in Christ.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just going to expand a little bit. Just like um, Shirley was just saying how important it is to share things with people, I think a lot of the reasons why we feel lonely even when we're around people is because we're holding so much in. Mm-hmm that we are existing around people, but we're not showing who we really are. And so we're not really known by anybody. And so I think one um, big aspect of, I mean, a lot of this conversation is talking about bravery. Like you're having to be brave to initiate conversations and brave to pursue people and pursue community. But I think we also have to be brave in exposing ourselves, to be vulnerable and to be honest about the things that we're experiencing. Because otherwise you're just going to keep feeling lonely no matter how many people you have around you. If they don't actually see you and know you, then they can't possibly love you. And so that's the the hard hard part of community as we have to be vulnerable to be loved.
2: I guess I would say going back to the question, yes, God is with us all the time so we never have to be alone. Mm-hmm. But he also created us to live in community. Mm-hmm. And beginning that community can be so awkward. Mm-hmm. So uncomfortable and sometimes ugly. Mm-hmm. I acknowledge that. But as Anna said, taking that step of courage to go out and look for that people and don't just look at people that look like you. Mm -hmm. You My closest friends are 15 years younger than I am. They're in completely different stages of lives. They have children the same age as my grandchildren, but those friendships are Deep. They are people that will speak into me, who will correct me if necessary. But they're also those people that I can call at three o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: and can call me at three o'clock in the morning. And mm-hmm. we all need at least one or two of those people.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, good stuff. It's, it's so it's good and
5: real and raw in here, and I think we all need that. I think we
0: need that community. We need our group of people we can be real and raw with. What mm-hmm. you think? Yep. I think it takes a risk, and um, you know, you're never going to have it if you don't seek it and try, and you're going to get hurt, and you have to just expect it's going to hurt. It's going to be messy. It's going to be ugly. I think one thing that It relates to all these questions. I just couldn't stop thinking about we're talking about the lie is that Satan is the father of lies, Mm -hmm. which means he's so good at it. Mm -hmm. So all of these questions, you can really have to ask yourself, like, how is he lying to me about community? What lies am I telling myself? I'm not good enough. They don't want to be with me. Just this week, just Mm -hmm. today, take inventory of the lies you've heard and believed. Um, And then I would just say be bold and take a risk. And probably most important is Pray. I remember one of my daughters going through a season where she just didn't feel like she had a friend, and we prayed, and we prayed, and we prayed, and we prayed, and we begged God, like, this is important. Like, she needs this, so please bring it. And he listened, and he answered, and he'll do the same for you, you know. So I just encourage you to include him and um, exclude the father of lies and, you know, stop believing what he says about it. So.
5: That's right and we want to encourage you all to reach out to the ladies that you yeah. connected with in your group at um if um because that's really oh gosh <laughs> sorry everybody <laughs> i hit my i hit my watch and sos is going out to the police right now and that's what i mean by real and raw <laughs> But we're all good. But, um, yes, just reach out um, to the people in your group because that's how you're going to build community. That's how you're going to get connected. That's how you're not going to feel lonely. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. Yeah, look at the people right around you. And those are the people God's put in your path, and they're probably there for a reason. And so look at those people. I don't think you have to look far. I just think you have to take a risk. So Mm -hmm. we love you, and we want to be your community, and we want you to be our community. And so we just – Yeah, I hope that you – do you guys have any last, like, parting words Mm -hmm. for all of these ladies? Come on. Someone say something. (laughs) (laughs) Before the police show up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we love you ladies, and thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.